special day today. Um, the fact that I'm here in a landmark, landmark building in the heart of Alliston, the Gibson Center, the community arts and culture. And there's no one better to speak about the Gibson Center than the executive director, Jennifer Fortin. She's with me today. Thank you, Jennifer. How are you doing? Well, I'm very well. Antonio, I'd like to welcome TNT Weekly to the Gibson Center. Um, we're happy to have you, and um, we're pleased to talk about the Gibson Center. And by we, I mean me. I'm always, I'm always ready, willing, and able to talk about the Gibson Center. It truly is a, a, a passion that um, drives me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I know that mm-hmm. from my from my time here in Alston and, and attending, you know, some of the wonderful events you've had here at the Gibson Center. I've had the pleasure of meeting you. And uh, I know, like anyone, that, um, you know, as far as running the ship, someone has to drive the bus or captain the ship. And I know you do that very well. You're inspired and passionate about the arts in our community. Uh, for our listeners and, you know, newcomers to Alliston or those that are listening abroad, right, tell us a little bit more about Jennifer Fortin. Well, I've, uh, I've been with the Gibson Center now in this position for five, uh, oh, almost six years, actually. And I was, uh, previous to that, I was on the board. And um, we, were, we were looking to ensure that the uh, Gibson Center was going to find a sustainable path and uh, be able to operate and meet its mission. And so um, I was approached by, uh, by the board to, to join the organization and uh, share some of the experience that I have. I have a background in publishing and uh, marketing as well as uh, a bit of um, organizational skills, I guess you could say. <laughs> a master, you're working I don't know, I'm not real, I, got, I can talk about the Gibson Center all day, but uh, I don't really want to talk about myself. <laughs> well, Grace, well, thank you for, for the intro. And, and when I met you several weeks ago, I'd like to say that, um, uh, you know, as far as arts in our community, uh, you said something to me that just resonated with me on, on that, that meeting we had several weeks ago on the aspect of being able to do my podcast here at Gibson Center. We said, you know, with this COVID thing going on and, um, you know, we arts are the first to get cut. You know, uh-huh. the first to get fun, any funding or anything, and but it's the first to be missed when it's gone. Yeah, well, it's generally never missed until it is gone. Right. That's so um, that's the thing. I mean, arts are very, very uh, important to people's lives. Sometimes we don't realize it until it's gone. And certainly this uh, pandemic has shown us that we all turn to the arts, whatever those arts are. Is it culinary arts? God knows you couldn't get a, a bit of yeast around and uh, everybody was making banana bread. So there's the culinary art piece to it. There's the, the musical um the visual arts, people were painting, people were creating, and um, it allowed people to look at their own artistic inspiration. And uh, But when you look at, at budgets and what needs to be cut in order to make you know, room for, for different funding, um, the arts are always, um, unfortunately, the first to, to take a hit. Yeah, well, that, that really stuck with me. It, it, it really was a big, big quote, per se, mm-hmm. in that, and it really resonated with me. And in that time when I, I met you, I, you know, the history that's here in this building, um, the mission and the people that were involved to bring arts here and have a landmark like the Gibson Center, 
it's an incredible story. It's an incredible story, and we could be here for a while. I know <laughs> um, there's so many people that were influential, but please, as brief as you could be, and as long as you want, uh, please tell us uh, the very important players in bringing most well, community. The community really is the, the, the key player um, in terms of the support because without the community, it couldn't have been done. Um, but key players, uh, again, like when we were chatting before, I could I could make a, a list of people I'd like to acknowledge and thank, but this isn't the Oscars and I don't get tossed off the stage. So. Um, but it all started back when Ben Gibson, who is uh, who was the you know, partner of uh, Gibson Transport, he and his childhood friend, Marilyn Holmstrom, uh, struck up a deal that this building, which was at that point um, not abandoned, but it was certainly run down and it was it, there was a question as to whether it was going to stay standing, uh, Marilyn said, you know, we've got a lot of, of uh, sports arenas, we have a lot of um, things for kids to do that, that are sports-minded, but we have nothing for the arts. We need an arts and cultural center. And, and Marilyn, who is a, a long time, well, she's born here, um, from Alliston, she's a, she's a passionate woman and she will certainly, she was really a driving force to get this, um, off the ground. She and her husband Hart. But anyways, they, uh, they made a deal, a handshake, and they swapped it for a dollar. And, uh, and that, the rest, um, was a, was a, a very, focused um, plan of action and involved the community and so many people. Again, if I started to name them, I would miss somebody and you know that nobody wants to be missed. No. Um, at least of all, I don't, want to be, I don't want to be the one to have missed them. But uh, suffice it to say that they're, um, the community really, there was certainly some you know funding. There was absolutely provincial funding, federal funding, municipal funding. Um, but the seniors organization, 54 plus, they actually, and this is hard to believe, but we have, we have photographs to prove it. Um, and I'm sure if you find any one of their members, they actually hand dug the pub space, the basement. Oh, that Mercer pub. Mercer pub, um, was hand dug because they couldn't get equipment, of course, down into it. There was no access point. So they used their, you know, sweat equity and their shovels and their, you know, strong backs and uh, and they put a hole in the side of the, the building My to God. take the debris out and honestly, it, you know, if I didn't see the pictures, I'd be like, hmm, did that really happen or is that one of those stories? Wow, wow. First in line, I guess, when the bar opened up. <laughs> well, actually, the Mercer Pub, um, when I, uh, the first year that I was here, that was a space that um, we didn't think was utilized enough. And so many people had come into the building and they were like, this would make a great pub. And because of the stone walls, yeah. the ambiance, the windows, and we're like, yeah, it would really make a good pub. And so we did transition it a bit because we utilize it for our Gibson School of the Arts. But it is, um, it's a pub. We have a wonderfully handcrafted um, bar that was uh, made by... Um, Oh my goodness. Mm, I can't say now because I've forgotten. That's what happens when you get old. Well, maybe it'll come back. Maybe it will because I would really. Been, well, I can't remember. A local builder, anyways, he made it by hand and um, it's lovely. It's, he did a great job and donated it to us. And that's the key, Antonio, is that people have donated money, 
time, talent, ideas. It's it's great. They um, whether it's the board of directors that the, there's been different boards over the years. Of course, we have our volunteers, and like most organizations, um, we are as strong as our volunteers, and we're a charity. I mean, that's one thing a lot of people don't know, and I'd really like to say that, is that this is not a, a, a municipal building. This is not a municipal operation. This is a private organization, a charitable, not-for-profit organization that is governed by a board of directors. So um, what's great is if you do donate, you uh, get a tax receipt. <laughs> um, so there. Uh, so... Uh, to, to get back to your question, lots of people, but the community really at large. And and if I had to name one person, um, it would be Bing and Marilyn because they're the ones that um, they're the ones that that's kind of lit the you know the spark yeah, yeah. and fanned the spark. Yeah. Well, thank you, Bing and Marilyn, for starting the journey here and all the others that were involved mm-hmm. and piecing this together. And, and you, Jennifer, because this is just a wonderful, beautiful landmark. Uh, and so important, and, and, and so important to be here in the community. So, you know, with everything that's gone on in the world now, um, it's unprecedented times. We never could have expected this. And, and you know, I've, I've said it in many podcasts. Here we are racing along. Everything's going great. Forecasting 2020, bookings. Oh, my goodness. Everything <laughs> is just racing along. Boom. March comes along. And everything's shut down. So, yeah. Uh, and then you think for two weeks, three weeks, okay, maybe a month. It'd be great to get off for a month, uh, two months, three months. Uh, all of a sudden, you're looking into pre-summer. Your bookings, people are calling, obviously concerned. The whole world's upside down. The yeah. whole world is upside Indeed. down. You know, um, must have been devastating. Uh, it's devastating for many people that I know in business, uh, charities. It, 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 it hit everyone. Mm-hmm. It hit everyone. Um, how did you handle coming into this world right now? Football, we'll talk about that. But okay. I, I mean, that moment must have been just terrible. Well, I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head, um, Antonio, when you said, well, it's going to be a couple of weeks. It's going to be, all right, maybe it's going to be a month. Um, I certainly, at the beginning, wasn't prepared to um, to be where we are today. We're still, very, you know, under, you know, for our business, we're under some pretty tough restrictions because the Gibson Center is a place that people gather. And um, if you can't gather, then we can't operate. So how did I handle it? Well, I mean, we had to lay off our staff right away. Um, it was just myself and, and another staff member um, that stayed on. And we dealt directly. Um, right, I personally came in here on Sunday, so it all sort of on the 13th, Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when we thought, okay, we're going to go ahead with March break. And then on Saturday, we could see things were getting a little dicey, but again, um, Premier Ford did say, oh, everybody go on March break and enjoy. And then by, I don't know, probably midnight on Saturday, I thought, I, I can't, I can't in good conscience go ahead with our March break programming. So I emailed our board at six o'clock on Sunday morning and said, listen, I, I'm going to cancel. I, I, I don't feel good about this. 
And so I came and I called our, our theater, our program director, Angelica, and we came in and we called all the parents on Sunday to say, I'm really sorry, but we, we just can't open. And I know it's short notice. And it was, it was devastating for everybody. And then we started writing checks. Checks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Refund checks. Yeah. I mean, in, again, in good faith, Antonio, we had to start refunding money. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were not working and we were yeah. delivering programs and trying to figure it out. Yeah. And then our brides, because we do have a lot of weddings here. Yeah. And yeah. we had performances. We had seven performances booked for this year. They're all off the books. Mm-hmm. Taste of the town. Taste of the town is our biggest fundraiser. Yeah. yeah, and maybe your listeners know mm-hmm. um, that that's our biggest fundraiser. Well, that's you know, there's 300 people in this building, and everybody's walking around and standing around eating and drinking. It's a great time. It is. It's, it's great. great. And we were poised in positions to to. And that was April 16th. But then we thought, ooh, we'll push it to October. Well. You're sitting in September, and, and we know that's not going to happen. It's so, crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, and brides that rescheduled for the fall, our spring brides rescheduled to the fall, and now some of them have um, either pushed to 2021, mm-hmm. and then others have um, sort of pivoted like we did and, and gone to an elopement. Mm-hmm. So the Gibson Center now offers little mini elopement packages, so you can come here because, quite frankly, the backdrop of the Gibson Center is really all the ambiance you need yeah. to uh, to celebrate any any life's occasion. But certainly getting married, we're sitting actually in the boardroom, which has the most outstanding windows, mm-hmm. and that's the backdrop. So. Yeah, very uh, very church feeling, spiritual. It's got a beautiful mm-hmm. presence here. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a, there's good juju here. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Um, so. Time goes by, refunds go out. Yeah. The psyche has to stay intact. Oh, yeah. You know, it's tough. It's true. Right. I get the psyche, yeah, still everybody thinking positive, right? Okay. How do we shift? What was when do we When do we shift? <laughs> when is right. I mean, uh, how, how do we shift? It's a very weird outlook. Yeah. Uh, however, I did notice that you are evolving. You have to. Everybody has to evolve. Uh, still difficult. It doesn't mean you're evolving and you're back to pre-COVID time. No, no, no. Um, I but think we're positive and we're going to do the what main we thing. can. Yeah, it's the main thing. I mean, like many of the terms used, it's treading water. It's yeah. just treading and treading. Okay, let's just stay afloat and let's just wait. Right? Because one of the things that has kept me from from um, getting too, uh, I don't know, upset or, you know, is that we're all in the same storm. Yeah. This is a huge storm. We're just in different boats, right? Sometimes, you know, people are in big luxury boats. Other people are in, you know, maybe a little bit smaller boats. Maybe you're in a life raft. I mean, we're all in different boats. So we all have to, to be mindful of, of one another's position and how we deal with it. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen a lot of businesses that have done a fantastic job in this community that have sort of reinvented themselves and reimagined the way they do business and yeah. what they do. What is their business? It's been incredible. So, I, I mean, I have to say hats off to yeah. to a couple of uh, businesses that, that come to mind and, and I think great yeah. um, and try to support the ones that are, are struggling because we're all struggling. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's uh, it, you hit the nail on the head uh, again. Back and forth, we do uh, some amazing businesses and entrepreneurs and survivors in town mm-hmm. uh, that I've had uh, the pleasure. I've been blessed in being uh, able to have them on my podcast and, and share them with my listeners. And uh, incredible stories of resilience. I, yep. I don't know. It's just incredible. Um, and as you had mentioned, you know, maybe just off the road a little bit is, you know, during these times, we have to look at everybody that's in different boats yeah. beside us, walking down the street from us. We don't know. Like, we don't know what anybody is going through. We think we're alone. We're not alone. It's everybody is going through COVID. Yeah. And it's uh, affecting some differently than others. My last podcast was on mental health, uh, and uh, it's affecting everyone. So it's, you know, just let's love each other more. Let's embrace each other more and sing and dance. And And not judge. Let's not not judge. judge. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Because we're all getting weary. And and back to what you had started with in this podcast, Jennifer, the community. Yeah. We have. An amazing community. I, I, to me, it's. I, I was introduced to this community ten years ago. I, I just. I don't want to tell too many people about it. <laughs> <laughs> this community rocks, yeah. and it's got so many amazing people, and everybody's there. It's. It's just this. This community is there for you. So you had mentioned that at the beginning. It's there for the arts. It's there for culture, and during these times, it's going to be there for us. Yeah. So let's just stay together. It's going to get better. Absolutely, it's going to get better. Right. And the, the Gibson Arts and Cultural Center is a community hub. Mm-hmm. We're a place where people come to be inspired, to learn, to celebrate life's special moments, um, to, you know, be inspired by the architecture of this lovely heritage building mm-hmm. that the community essentially renovated and has, has kept afloat. Mm-hmm. So I've seen some wonderful programs, um, some fall programs for registration that are that are on the website for mm-hmm. the Gibson Center. Maybe you could share some of the programs, I think, for, for students in certain grades. Absolutely, and it's all through the, our, our Gibson School of the Arts. Mm-hmm. And again, we speak about the uncertainty. You know, I mean, I feel for all the parents out there that are trying to make the decision or have made the decision um, whether or not to send their kids back to school. So because we are in such a large building, we have big, large rooms here, um, we're a great place to um, have your children come for different programming. It's A, we're following all the protocols, all the health and safety protocols, but it's giving a kid, you know, I can't imagine how difficult it is for parents to, to work and try and homeschool their children or send the kids to school and try and find before and after care, or what do we do with our children? Because so many of the programming, um, that so much of the programming we offer is filling the gap because the schools aren't doing it. They're not doing phys ed. They're not doing art. Um, so we at the Gibson Center are here for the kids that are going to be homeschooled, whether they're going to be, you know, doing online school through the uh, schools that they attend, or maybe they're homeschooled in a different way. Mm-hmm. Also for the kids that are going to go to school. So we have um, we have this feel good uh, for your body and mind and it's a two, hour, two hours three times a week. And it's taught by um, a registered nurse and yogi um, and her name is Ingrid Riho and she is a phenomenal woman. 
and she has done summer programming for us. She's done uh, winter programming for adults and children. And you think, ugh, do my kids really want to do yoga? It's so much more than yoga. I mean, there's a little physical um, stretching, and there's a bit of yoga, but it's also on how to cope, how to, you know, express your feelings, how to deal with your feelings. Um, there's some fun and interactive. So if your kids are, are at home and you would like to have them have some activity during the week so that you have – everybody needs time away from one another, but you want to do it in a safe and healthy way and certainly turn to the Gibson Center because we have that – if your kids need somewhere to go after school, there's culinary arts. There's um, I saw the culinary. The culinary. Arts. That's a very very popular one. We have Chef Sean and Chef Brittany, and that was a that was a huge success um, with our the ten kids that were able to take it this past yeah, summer. Yeah. Um, but it's always a, a popular one. But all of that information is on GibsonCenter.com. And uh, I want to shout out to Chandra. Right. Yes, Chandra. Stage, yeah, Chandra. Stage play, theater talks. Right. Fall registration. She's a uh, a mainstay in the building. Chandra for- Pepper has been with us for many, many years. She's our theater director, and she too. She yeah. was here all summer long, and she um, would normally put on a production, and so that all the kids, you know, are able to to work towards that. And of course, this year without uh, without those um, you know, Corona, as they say. Um, it limited that. So there's no, you can't sing, you can't share costumes, you can't do any of that. I started doing it outside. Yeah. She was doing oh, it outside. she was doing, oh, she's, she's yeah. very, very clever. And she, she keeps those kids Busy. engaged. Yeah. And, and they all had a great time. So, um, we're hoping that as soon as, well, she'll be back in the fall as well. Yeah. Um, and so again, all of those details are on, on gibsoncenter.com. So whether you're, plus we have the artists at the Gibson group. So, um, really, if you're eight or if you're 80 or anywhere in between, we've got something here for you. That's wonderful. And, and I wanted to bring up also uh, your affiliation with TIFF. Ah, yes. I, I did. I, you know, I, I was not aware of that. And just, my goodness, TIFF. So that's pretty, pretty high end there. Jim. Well, it's pretty exciting is what yeah, it is. That's, that's, you know, <laughs> and it's next weekend is it's TIFF. Yeah. And although it's not going to be the same, um, they're still going ahead with it. There's only 50 films this year. But the Gibson Center is, um, we have TIFF films um, shown here every month. Wow. Um, we had, um, on Tuesdays, we would show documentaries and, and international films. But once a month, we would show a TIFF film. Wow. And we're the official TIFF um my goodness. Tiff distributor? No, not a distributor, but we're an exhibitor. Like we mm-hmm. we we show um, once a month, like I said, in our Honda Hall. Mm-hmm. And um, they're great films. And so, yes, we'll be starting that up in October. Mm-hmm. So it's the, the third Sunday in October is when we'll begin it uh, again. And then each month it'll be the third Sunday of the month. Fantastic. Yeah, so you'll get to see films... And the beauty of that, Antonio, is you don't have to go to Toronto. You don't, because a lot of the films that we screen here are films you wouldn't see. They're not big blockbusters yeah. always. I mean, Parasite last year, which was a, the the winner the for best, winner. yeah, that was a huge winner internationally. It uh, it won the Palme d'Or, it won uh, the Oscar. Um, that was a subtitled film, so it was a that was a a, a very um, 
big surprise for everybody, but if you saw the film, it was well deserved. But it is they're they're not necessarily the black you know the big blockbuster Marvel comic films, but uh, yeah, they're always interesting, and uh, we're always happy to welcome everybody. Wonderful, wonderful. So. Uh, I think we're going to be close to a wrap there, Jen. This has been a great podcast and really informative about the Gibson Center and the arts and community, um, uh, how they support uh, our culture and, and arts in the community. Any last words you have for listeners out there? Well, I just realized how much I've probably been going on. No, no. <laughs> and like I said, the, uh, the, the passion that drives me, I could, I could uh, talk about it all day, but I really want to say thank you to the community. And to encourage the community to come out. If you're new to the community, um, find out what we're all about. You know, go to, the, you know, just simply come by. Come on in and have a look around. Um, if you're looking to have some kind of special event, and, you know, whether it's a baby shower, maybe it's a wedding, maybe it's a celebration of life, um, business to business, we do. I mean, the businesses in this community, they support us, but Thank you to everybody, and I would like to welcome you, Antonio, um, because I think that, that we'll be able to uh, use, um, you'll be able to be making the gifts into your home yeah. for podcasts. I'd love to, that'd be wonderful. We, we, uh, we would be happy to have you, and um, I thank you for the time that you took to uh, put this all together and to invite me to, to talk about the Gibson Center. So, my pleasure. thank you. My pleasure. And Gibson Center opened up September, September 1st. 1st. We are officially open, so please come by see the new exhibition by the artists of the Gibson. Have a light lunch. And, and you have a great yeah. you have a great meet coming in October with the artists for the... We do have the, um, the reception, the opening reception for the exhibition that's Currently installed in the Isolation, what's it called? It's called Art Beyond Isolation. That's October 4th from 2 to 4. Wonderful. So remember New Tech, okay? Uh, if arts is no longer in this community, we'll miss it dearly. Uh, a lot of work into the Gibson Center uh, and, and, and bringing arts and culture to our community as well. It's been wonderful. Thank you, Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Antonio. Okay, over and out. See you on the next show. Exactly.